Welcome to the Character Smash and Slash, the show where we give every Disney movie ride a Disney movie makeover, one land at a time. And now your hosts, Johnny and Alan. Welcome to the Character Smash and Slash. My name is Johnny, and with me, as always, is Alan. What's up, Alan? We're doing another part of the studios today, the one that less people care about, but still kind of important. Uh, mm, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I was being polite. Yeah. Uh, the last episode was Hollywood Boulevard, and this time we are going into the weird, indeterminate middle area of the park, Echo Lake. It's time for a character smash and slash. Uh, we're going to start off a little different. We're going to start off with a ride that hasn't opened yet. Uh, we're going to start off with Mickey's Runaway Railway. Do you listen um, to the uh, DSNY newscast at all on YouTube? Do they listen to us? Oh, no. Hell no, they don't. Um, well, then, this no. Guy no, in, I don't. <laughs> then up yours, Jack. <laughs> I know. We're about to dunk on this guy so hard. He's from that part of England where people kind of have, like, speech impediments. Like uh, like most of the cast of, of Doctor Who. Uh, yes. Mowage. Mowage. Yeah, so this poor guy has to say runaway railway all the time on his show, and he cannot say it, so he says one away railway. <laughs> but, and I realize that um, I can never send this to him now. We will never get that DSNY news, uh, newscast bump from Jack. So you realize he's listening right now and this single twee is coming down. <laughs> twee. <laughs> the lizard tongue. Uh, oh, man. Does a good job. Just can't say runaway railway, which is really hard to say. So my idea I don't know if I'm going to be able to say it now. So we're just going to call it a great movie ride. But it's really going to be runaway railway in a few months. So who cares? Anyway, my idea is I want to make it an Incredibles ride. And then you sit in the those omnipods, you know, like that part of the first movie where they're mm-hmm, in those like pods mm-hmm. and they kind of like mm-hmm. zip around and stuff. Uh, I think that'd be really cool to watch Incredible Stretch around, and it's like a, a fun dark ride, and it's got that music. But here's the thing: I would move the entrance to the ride to the side of the show building, so you go through that like Pixar Land area, mm-hmm. and then that's how you get in. So that's, nice. So the Chinese theater which I think they should bulldoze and make into a Carthay circle, like a California adventure, kind of fits in with the flow of the whole area. I'm going to build on your thing before I get to mine. Have you, you've been to Carthay circle at DCA, right? I have seen it. <laughs> so there's so too many annual pass holders and a big line to drink a thousand dollar Manhattan. I, I do not care. I want to go in. You pass holes are, are, are stopping me from enjoying the place. Yeah, I understand. So, and you don't really need to go. It's like overpriced duck sliders and $1,000 Manhattans, like you said. But it, right. I'm going to do a, pl- a plug for Spotify right now. On Spotify, they have the Carthay Circle sessions that you can just play. The album, Disney jazzy versions of, of classic hits. And if you had that, it would the music would do that really good Disney music blend that they do from like that style of music into like the Incredibles jazzy stuff really yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like that. In my head, that makes a lot of sense, and mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Approved. That's going in the Runaway Railway. In your face, Jack. I can say it. USA. 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 Okay, so mine, speaking of USA, I'm leaving the Chinese in Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do 
and I'm really proud of this, it's going to be Gremlins, Gizmo's Great Escape. Because Chinese Mr. Wing, the, the guy who had Gizmo, you get it? You get it, Mr. Wing? No one gets it. Oh, it's okay. Man. It's okay. I hate how much I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, so, that makes sense. So you think you're going to the Chinese theater, then you're like in the basement of the Chinese mm-hmm. theater. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, and don't feed them after duck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's going to, the, the ride itself is basically going to be like the Ratatouille ride once you're on it, just like these giant things that you're just trying to get by. And at the end, there'll be like a big uh, spike gremlin that you kind of like, like the uh, Transformer oh, so ride. Oh, so you're except, gizmo uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh. uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm okay uh-huh. with that. And the end will be like a big Transformer-sized uh, spike gremlin. Just This is what I yes. want. Yes. Oh, and, and then like people are trying to feed you. So you smell like Mickey's Magic. You smell the apple pie and people mm-hmm. trying to spray you with water. Part of the ride, well, it'll, the existing screens where they used to show the previews, um, yeah. will be showing the Snow White flick with the gremlin silhouettes on it. Because <laughs> they have the rights to Snow White. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I like that a lot. Yes, I, I know we kind of like tell each other what movies we're going to be doing when we prepare for these shows, but uh, no, that giz- that gizmo sized twist, I love that. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh, pretty great. Um, yep. Can I can I make a an admission here? Uh huh. I've only seen Gremlins like once, but I've seen Gremlins two, the new batch, way more than that. <laughs> well, you know why? There's a reason for this. There's a legit reason because I'm in the same boat. I've only seen Gremlins oh, okay. once, like once. And the other one like 50 times because mm-hmm. at the age that we are, when we were really interested in like the HBO free weekends, that's the movie they showed like 90 times. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit more kid friendly, too. It wasn't like like the mom's head's like in a microwave or some shit like in the first movie. That's like it got really dark. There was a lot of murdering in that first movie, yeah. like a lot. Okay, so you probably can't help me answer this question that I've had about gremlins my entire life. I might. So they can't eat after midnight. It's always after midnight, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's. <laughs> that's the great question. Like, what is the cutoff? Oh, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, midnight, when it turned into uh, December 12th, 18 hours ago, mm-hmm. that's after midnight right now. Mm-hmm. But, like... I could feed him now. I don't. I never understood that. I don't know if you're that's not like wrong. Hand waving, or if they explained it in the movie, and I was just too young to not understand it. I was too busy being horrified by the idea of Phoebe Cates' dad getting stuck in a chimney. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a moment? Can we, for real? Like this is supposed to be like, like almost a kids' movie, and like that's why she's sad. Not because like her dad abandoned her. Her dad abandoned her because he's decomposing in the chimney. Right. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna go to pack a smoke. See you later. No, he's dead. He's a smokestack, is what he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of smokestacks, you've seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? Phoebe Cates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well What's done. up, Phoebe? <laughs> Maybe she listens. And you know what, Phoebe, if you're listening. Please contact Jack from DSNY Newscast and tell him I apologize for making fun of his fun of his lisp. I feel like that part's going to not be in this podcast. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's my sincere apology. He's not going to listen to me. He doesn't care if it comes from me. Phoebe Cates, maybe. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Right? <laughs> Speaking of giving, um, this has nothing to do with the next ride, <laughs> but... 
we're moving on anyway. Uh, that was an awful segue. Just no, I, I'm not good at that at all. No, uh, just wait until like, I have to throw it to a commercial later on in this episode. <laughs> we're getting, we're making that cash. We we're, will. We're, we're going to right after this. <laughs> And we're back. Oh, my God. I can't believe we did it. That was actually a really good segue. (laughs) I know. I'm very proud of us. (laughs) I'd like to thank Phoebe Cates for all of her help with this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Moving right And Jack from DSNY Newscast. Because (laughs) I still feel really bad about the stuff we said at the beginning of the show. Even though it's 100% true. I've never listened to it. So you could be lying. He could. could No, no, I'm not lying. No. (laughs) I don't know what's worse, you making fun of it or me going, I don't know, I've never listened. Yeah, but he sounds like an asshole. But he seems like an asshole. No, I'm sure he's very nice. He seems very nice. Anyway, uh, we before the break, we were talking about uh, Indiana Jones' epic stunt spectacular and what we would do with that. I have a little-watched but well-beloved by me Fox movie, A-Team. A-Team stunt show. Can the rest of this podcast that will get cut out of the show? I was gonna be like, can the rest of the podcast just us be singing the 18 theme song? Oh yeah, absolutely. Going into Night Rider. And you know, with Skype, gonna be a cacophony of us going. I know. We're gonna be in stereo. A team stunt show. I'd watch the hell out of that. I, I would. Actually, I had the chance back in the 80s because I could have gone to Universal Studios and seen this. But no, they made a movie. Fox made an A team movie. And that's good enough for me to put this in the Indiana Epic Spectacular area. I want to see, I'm, like, Mr. T. They mm-hmm. have the car that flips over at the end. Just make that the van. Mm-hmm, I'm all mm-hmm. in on this. I think this would be I, fantastic. Speaking of Universal in the 80s, I'm going to tell our seven listeners to go Google something. Go Google 80s Universal Studios Masters of the Universe. The pictures you're going to get are going to melt your brain. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Let me guess. They are more than slightly homoerotic? No, it's like the most random He-Man characters with He-Man, like Moss Man and shit. Oh, man. Moss Man. Uh Uh-huh. So it's just like a... (laughs) Like a guy in one of those suits where you like hide in the forest. Is that what? Yeah. It's right. very, it, does he look like gritty? <laughs> it looks like He-Man and his buddy AstroTurf. So all seven of you go look this up. But in the meantime, think about how awesome it would be to watch mm-hmm. an A-Team Epic Stunt Spectacular. And the guy that created the A-Team also created Battlestar Galactica. I'd be okay oh. if there was a Cylon somewhere in the background. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what? The Cylon could be like the announcer voice beginning, and it's just going to be like, please move all the way down. And people would be like, what's with the robot? Don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. There's going to exactly. be 15 people in this audience that are going to love that. <laughs> At the Atlanta airport, the subway, the voice that, <laughs> that tells you on the train sounds like a Cylon, and it makes me so happy every single time. That's called the plane train. And I was just on it, and I love the fact that it was called the plane train. <laughs> well, I, back I haven't been to the Atlanta airport in a while, so maybe they upgraded to the plane train. I think a lady goes, 
Howdy, welcome to the plane train. And then oh. it's the robot, stand back. Okay, so you know it's still there. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, yeah, exactly. Stand, yep. It's stand away from the doors. Exterminate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forget it. There's still all the robots in this. Mr. T fighting a Cylon, fighting a Dalek. <laughs> Get C3PO in there. <laughs> You're narrated by Tom Servo. <laughs> oh man see we're just elevating this I, mm-hmm. I was like yeah let's get some guys that you know they never really get shot but no i want mr t fighting a bunch of robots mm-hmm. i'd watch the hell out of that uh, yeah exactly anyway so that's my idea for the indiana jones epic stunt spectacular what do you got so remember last podcast when i was talking about the only thing i really liked about wreck it ralph 2 was the princess segment sure yes so I want to build on that, and I want, like, a Disney princess stunt show. And it's basically just going to be, like, this 20-minute stunt show of, like, the princesses being sassy, talking about how men suck by doing, like, backflips and stuff. Right. Which is basically every princess movie since Aladdin has had, the like, the princess mm-hmm. kick someone in the head or something. Yeah, it's yeah. basically brave. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of Mulan and, and princess tangled yeah. with a frying pan. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Oh man. And, and then like, the, and, the, and the epic stunt would be Elsa like icing over someone and like it's a guy and then they do like a big steam effect and then they slowly rotate the thing and it's like a uh, like a mannequin with like some plastic ice looking around him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the, the Beetlejuice show that they use at Universal. Like he'll come out with like four other soldiers frozen to him on a stick dancing. <laughs> Like when you go to San Francisco and there's a guy uh, with doing like the Jackson the, the Five, Michael Jacksons. Yep, yep. That's uh, that's a hundred percent what I need to see. <clears throat> I don't know, man. If we had to vote on what we would rather see more, Elsa and the Jackson Five or Mr. T fighting <laughs> robots, I don't know which way my heart would lean. I want to see both of these so bad. <laughs> I, I I think I would put I would go with the Mr. T show, but I would put in the dancing robot effect somewhere. <laughs> face would come out and like you wouldn't know which one is face is it him or is it yeah. the guy at the end yeah and then uh princess princess elwani or whatever her name is from black cauldron would have the sword of course and fight mr t <laughs> match up we're putting both of these together is... you guys <laughs> did you know that mr t is mr t's legal name he's mr t so if you send him a letter it has to be to mr mr t <laughs> reverend mr mr t <laughs> I'm just assuming, like, he got some, like, Universal Life Church reverend well, thing or whatever. Yeah, well, Run did of Run DMC, so he's Reverend Run. That's a, but, like, he's a real reverend, though, right? Probably. He's, like, actually ordained. It's not like you and I. We're technically reverends because the internet said we are. <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> right? Lachaim. <laughs> uh, speaking of, Frozen Singalong is a space at <laughs> around Echo Lake. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Frozen Sing Along is basically just like follow the bouncing ball, right? I have never actually seen it. And then I'm I, assuming they do soap uh, snow at the end and everyone loses their mind. Right. And I think it's a bouncing Olaf head, actually. Okay, well, that makes sense because his head comes off. Yeah. Can we talk? Speaking of heads coming off and Frozen, you've seen the box cover, like the DVD cover for the box art. It's yeah. like Olaf and then a bunch of disembodied heads in the snow. <laughs> I know, why why do they never catch that? <laughs> well, I, basically, they were tired of people looking for penises on the Little Mermaid covers. So they're like, we're going to make a really, really obvious. No genitals at all. <laughs> Nothing below the chin. <laughs> I, 
you know what? I'd be okay if that was like what Frozen 2 was. I don't like the idea of a Frozen 2, but if it's Frozen 2, Olaf's Revenge. <laughs> it's just the same box art with just like blood underneath. If it's Olaf's Revenge, you have to have the little like tag after it. No more Mr. Ice Guy. <laughs> oh, yes. Five stars, my friend. Five stars. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's going to be the best idea I have like all week. So yep. just... Forget it. Wrap it up, guys. This is the end of the show. <laughs> Shut it down. We had three more attractions. You're not hearing them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that told, see, now you stole my thunder because I have nothing good for this. I was, I was thinking Alvin and the Chipmunks live on stage. You're right. I mean, you have nothing good for this. No, man. <laughs> that wouldn't be terrible. That'd be awesome. No, it wouldn't be bad. It'd be pretty good. Now, would you do like the, the, uh, the cartoon Alvin and the Chipmunks or would you do like the, the CGI squeakwills? Uh, man, I, I would personally put the, the animated, the eighties ones, the good uh-huh. ones. But I understand it would probably be Squeak Wool Chipmunks. I get that. And I would even allow it if you threw in one of the songs that they do being like the 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 uh, where the the boys and girls of rock and roll from the Chipmunk Adventure. If that was in there somewhere, I'd be okay with it. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever watch that movie and feel like funny when they were all tied up? <laughs> Just me? Never mind. Moving on. What's your idea for the Frozen sing-along? No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's rewind a little. I always, you know what I did think was weird about them being all tied up? And, like, that was during the Wooly Bully number, right? Yes, that is. Mm-hmm. When they were captured, they changed their clothes, which I always thought was weird. Right. They're like, boys, here's some loincloths. Girls, here's some tattered loincloths for upper and lower. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that part's weird. I'll give you that. Now, the rest of it we shall never speak of again. Oops, I've said too much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what are we on? Frozen sing-along? Frozen sing-along. What did you have for that? Okay. So, remember uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Play it. I do. And I hated the fact that, yeah, I can push the buttons up on my seats, but not everyone gets to have the same experience by sitting in the hot seat. Which is also, yep, yep, yep. spoiler alert, one of my big problems with uh, with Star Wars land. But yes, I do mm-hmm. remember that. Mm-hmm. So I've actually, this was kind of a throwaway idea, but then I really started thinking about it. And I, I, like, I kind of like what I'm doing with it. So I'm going to do the, a trivia show in the same idea, but it's going to be So You Think You Can Disney. And it's all going to be Disney trivia. I'm removing the hot seat. So what I'm doing is, back when it was the American Idol Theater, everybody had those little votey keypads. Right, yes. The, it's America's Funniest Home Videos Lock in Your Votes Now thing, yes. It's going to be a series of tw- 10 questions that gets harder. And then the people who are left at the end of the 10, those people get to go upstage and do like a lightning round. Oh, I like that. That's really cool. So everybody has a chance. If the questions are too easy and there's like 100 of them at the end of the 10 rounds, there'll be like a, a ludicrously crazy question to try to get less people up. Exactly. I like this idea mainly because... I kind of already did that on that stage. Don't mean to brag. Don't mean to boast. You sure. But I'm intercontinental when I eat French toast. Also, <laughs> what, you know my Beastie Boys reference? <laughs> oh, I did. I was, I was very proud of it. <clears throat> and so in 2005, they had a, uh, a Disney World cast member trivia contest where every all the cast members got to enter in for this trivia contest. And again, don't mean to brag, but I was top 10 in the whole resort. <laughs> And it came in ninth place. 
I have a question for you about that. Yeah. What's your favorite part about the Disney Resource Center? Uh, <laughs> I love that they have old <laughs> movies like the, to- the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror starring Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> and what's her name? <laughs> so, okay. So to, to fill in people who don't understand why, why we're laughing stupidly at that, when you made top 10, uh, you were kind of like one of two people from the Magic Kingdom who did that. And right. um, I, I think that was these, the only Magic Kingdom cast member. You might have been, but they put up posters uh, kind of supporting you and like th- they have little sound bites and they are trying to use you to like promote things that cast members can use like the Disney Resource Center, which for those of you who don't know, it's just a bunch. It's it's like the uh, the in a hotel where there's like three computers and some books you can check out. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like a little library kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. They said, say something nice about the Disney Resource Center. And you're like, I don't know. They got a bunch of crappy old movies like Tower of Terror. And that's what they turned their quote into. <laughs> yeah. You know that there's secret tunnels underneath the Magic Kingdom. So you have to take elevators up. There's my goofy face <laughs> saying, <laughs> I love Tower of Terror. Starring Steve <laughs> Gutenberg. <laughs> I may have drawn mustaches on more than one of your posters, if I remember oh, yeah, correctly. Yeah, no, yeah. And I stole a bunch. I actually have two or three of them in my closet still. <laughs> <laughs> You did get that big old name tag from it, though. Yes, I do. Yeah, I still have that big old name tag, which is just as it's kind of sun faded now, but it's really neat. Mm-hmm. And I got a polo shirt. So nice. yeah. anyway, so well, there you go. in essence, I have done what you've done. And I can tell you, it's really awesome to be up on stage and really nerve wracking because I know a lot of Disney trivia. But it's really different when you're on stage with 10 other people looking at an audience of people who have been looking at your goofy face in the in the elevator mm-hmm. for the last two months. Yep. <laughs> so I do like that idea. Cool. It sounds like a good idea. Ooh, speaking of sounds, sounds oh, wow. dangerous. Love Nailed that. It. Ooh, you did better. That was good this episode. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I don't. What is it now? I don't think it's anything. I, oh, it's that Star Wars Path of the Jedi clip show thing that they do. Do they have a Robot Yoda in that, or was that like, we're going to put a Robot Yoda in, and then they looked at the cost, and was like, we're not putting a Robot Yoda I've in. I have never heard of that. No, uh-uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen the Path of the Jedi video? No, but I've seen Caravan of Courage, the Ewoks movie. <laughs> um, you know what? That's going on a list for my other podcast, Bro Check This Out, where I make my brother watch terrible things. Um, <laughs> I just gave you the perfect way to get your brother's reference in. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. See, you should be doing these segues. Why am I hosting this damn show? <laughs> I've never hosted something in my life. I wouldn't know what to do if I tried. Why start now? <laughs> uh, so Sounds Dangerous was uh, Drew Carey. It's the binaural experience where you put your headphones in. It's like It was like early ASMR where like people were mm-hmm. like, Using scissors. Oh, I'm going to haircut. Oh, this jar of bees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have this big studio with a bunch of headphones in there. And my idea for this is I would make this after the movie Joyride. Have you ever seen that movie Joyride with Paul Walker? Yes. Yeah, it's a horror movie where the killer goes on the CB radio and goes, Candyman. Candyman. That would be, that would be so freaky to be in there. It would be kind of like a... Um, extraterrestrial alien encounter but like super cheap because you're just putting on these like 1980s uh, Walkman headphones <laughs> that would be awesome you're in this dark room and like the Candyman killer is going to come around and then he goes Candyman <laughs> 
I have earphones on as we're recording this. And you need to know what that sounds like in my ears, and it's creeping me out. So I do think it's a solid idea. <laughs> you know what? That's the only reason I did it, so I can go on this podcast and go really close to the microphone and go, Candyman. I don't like that. Stop it. Joyride. Joyride. Experience it. But you don't actually go anywhere. <laughs> so Joyride, so, you don't go anywhere. Candyman gets you up. So fun fact about Sounds Dangerous, when it was Sounds Dangerous, you were in complete darkness for about 10 minutes, which, you know, use that as you will. Uh-huh, yeah, and mm-hmm. I did. Wink! <laughs> Wink! I'm going back a little bit further than Sounds Dangerous with Drew Carey. Okay. So but that space when the park first opened was the Monster Sounds show, which was, uh, they showed how they did, like, Foley effects to a Haunted House video with Martin Short and somebody else in it. I don't remember who was in it. So it's a throwback title, and it's going to be the same concept where you're doing, like, Foley effects, sound effects stuff, but it's going to be the Monsters, Inc. sound show. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So watching, like, clips from the movie, and then, like, you bang mm-hmm. a pan when something, yep. like, drops yep. something. Yeah. And you got to try to match it up, and it never does it properly to wacky shenanigans. No, I like that a lot. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. See, see, this is the thing about, like, the studios and Epcot. They're getting rid of all these. There was, like, a point to the parks. It's not just, <laughs> here's, a, here's a ride based on a movie you like. Here's another ride. I know this is the whole point of this friggin' podcast. But mm-hmm. I kind of liked when there was, oh, this is all about movies. So it's, like, tangentically mm-hmm. related to, like, making stuff in Hollywood. So I, I like the idea of you're learning something. You're doing something, there's audience engagement, and it's with a well-known intellectual property. I think mm-hmm. that that could go in tomorrow, and that would be a hit. I like mm-hmm. that idea. Every now and then I get a winner. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a legit one. There's no comedy yeah. involved. It's just a good no. idea. Yeah. yeah, there's there's no wackiness involved. It's just, I think that would be cool. I would take 30 minutes and go see that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, speaking of wacky, <laughs> who's your favorite wacky puppet? creatures is it the muppets because it is for me are there any other uh wacky puppets that i like (laughs) the meeples no (laughs) no just the muppets i think (laughs) okay just checking all right hey listeners out there Let's do some social media engagement. If you could think of any other wacky puppet creatures, Let go, us ahead, know. go ahead and hit us up at Character Smash on Twitter. Please don't send us any pictures of what you think are wacky puppets. Please don't. <laughs> right, exactly. <clears throat> We're about to get a lot <clears throat> of <laughs> You okay? I'm better now. <laughs> oh, God, it's happening. <laughs> Finally, I'm growing up. <laughs> I dropped your tacos in the deep fryer. <laughs> Mr. Twilliker, it happened again. <laughs> I uh, you. It comes out of my paycheck. <laughs> if I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me. Oh. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> wacky puppets. Yeah, so Muppets. Muppets uh, Muppet Vision 3D is the other thing that's kind of around Echo Lake, so I put it in this episode. You know what I would do? I like the idea of keeping it twee, twee as hell, twee AF, Fantastic Mr. Fox. I'm very much on board with that. Right? Or, the movies already well, look like they're in a little diorama. That's perfect for 3D. Mm-hmm. Like, they're running around and doing a caper, and, you know, they they do another binaural audio. Oh, is Mr. Fox over here stealing something? I, I've only seen the movie, like, halfway once. I kind of remember it. I think they were stealing something. 
But I'd watch that. That'd be awesome. I think you're you're a rat bastard though because you took the Muppets out of the park. Well, I mean that is the part of the show. I mean we we have to take. I know. Stuff out of the I park. know. But I'm put I'm putting my foot down. I'm not getting rid of the Muppets. It's just going to be a dream Daddy, tell all me more. Parts. I will <laughs> turn your head and cough. <laughs> <laughs> Mine will be a tribute to all Disney parks, but mostly the Magic Kingdom. Yes. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're building synergy. I love that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I would love that for the 50th. They just kind yeah. of do a quick little recap. Back in the day, when they first got the, the Muppet property, like, officially, not just, like, the partnership. When they got it, got it, like, in the early 2000s. Right. There was all this talk about different Muppet attractions that were going to go into the park. And one of them was going to be a parody of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride called Mr. Kermit's Wild Ride. It was just rumored here saying there was like 4,000 other Muppet ideas, but it shows you that people are like, yeah, do something with the Muppets. They should just do something with the Muppets anyway. I, I feel bad because I was watching uh, Muppets Most Wanted, which mm-hmm. should have been called Muppets Again, even though that's the name of the song. They just changed it the last minute, obviously. That's a good movie. That's really fun. Can I tell you, like, the, the interrogation song in that is one of the, like, smartest written songs in a long time. Yeah. And um, the Anything You Want song, like, mm-hmm. that's an awesome song. That's got a really great line in it, too. The, you want the moon? I'll see what I can do. That's so funny. Um, so, yeah, Muppets. Muppet History of Disney World. But you <laughs> yep. had a better title <laughs> for it, which is... A tribute to all Disney parks, but mostly the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you could throw in some Euro Disney jokes in there. I love that. That's an awesome idea. Yeah. You could have the French Kermit. <laughs> yes. And then they make a See? frog joke. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Oh, God. We've, well, that sounds like we're at a stopping point. <laughs> we, we've really... We're done. And that's how you do character <laughs> smash and slash. Please join us for the next episode where we discuss the newest section of the park, Toy Story Land, and then the dumbest section of the park, Animation Courtyard. That's our show. I'm Johnny. You good, Alan? I think I have to be. All right, my brother. See you, Casey's. Keep it hard. (laughs) (laughs) Easy, (laughs) Krusty. Thank you for listening to the Character Smash and Slash. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and tell your other Disney nerd friends to listen as well. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to charactersmash at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at charactersmash. <laughs>